0: Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial.
1: Member FINRA SIPC. It is our final week on the retirement road trip. All month long, we've been drawing the parallels between planning and taking a spring break vacation and planning and taking retirement. On today's show, watch out. It's all about blind spots. What are the things you don't see coming that could wreck your retirement? This is the Get Ready for the Future Show. All across Arkansas, good Saturday morning to you and welcome into another edition of the Get Ready for the Future Show. Glad to have you with us. My name is Scott Inman. John Shrewsbury is to my right. Chad Roller is to my left and we might say right off the bat Chad is stepping in he's always ready to go we've had a little bit of a few illnesses run through the Wealth team and the planning for this show John to say the least and it's really I guess appropriate that we're talking about retirement blind spots our planning for this show didn't exactly go as planned did
2: well, it? yeah and and you never know what uh what the this time of year is going to deal yeah. you it is very very uh uh known for fe- people just kind of coming down with all kinds of different ailments and uh you know, everybody will be back up to full strength. But I think that's uh, really uh, indicative of how we run our business at Wealth. You know, mm-hmm. it's like next man up. Yep. It's a Chad Morris philosophy. Yep. It's, it's you know, uh, Chad sitting over there on the bench and, you know, uh, it's not his time to play just yet. Well, we have one little injury and boom, it's Chad's time to shine. So we're we're thinking that he's probably going to become this out of the, the box, uh, you know, Heisman <laughs> trophy winner here on this show. Jalen Hurts, baby, right? Here. Hey, so Sometimes
3: that backup, you know, it takes a team,
1: right? It does. It does. You're not used to being the backup, though. Your your quarterbacking (laughs) career was not a backup role, right? A little bit. That's not what I hear. That's not what I hear. Hey, talking about blind spots today, retirement blind spots, and and when you relate that to the road, we've been talking all month long about taking that spring break vacation and and making analogies towards taking a retirement road trip, because it is a journey. It is going from point A to point B, and there are all sorts of things along the way that can either derail you or propel you. And the retirement roads are blind spots that we're talking about today. Could come in many different shapes and sizes, so to speak. But one of the things that I think about are other drivers. You know, I go back to my dad teaching me to drive, John, and when I was uh, 14 years old. Because you know, I lived in a small town in Stuttgart, and you know, there wasn't an interstate, so it wasn't going to be as hard in many ways to learn how to drive. I learned at a very early age, and you could you could drive at 14, and I think you still can get your permit at 14. Uh, and I and I started driving to school as early as I could, so I was an early driver, as many people are in small town Arkansas. And I still remember this day. I've used the quote that my dad gave me with my kids. Decades later, he said, "Son, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about everybody else that's out there." Yeah, and that's a and that's a great thing that I've carried with me. And I think it's and, and subconsciously I have always looked out for what's going on around me. Sometimes to my detriment, I might say, because I'm always worried about what somebody else is going to do. But that's kind of the blind spot, right? I mean, there are things that are out of your control when you're on the roadway. And it's the same when you're On the road to retirement.
2: Yeah, you can get uh, blindsided by a lot of different things on the road. Uh, uh, You know, I I was uh, headed over to actually to Janet's house to pick her up for uh, a trip that we made uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was climbing this little hill over here in Benton, and as I approached the top of the hill, I look ahead. And here's a car in my lane, mm. uh, peaking the, the top of the hill. And it's like pucker time at that particular point in time. You, you really do get uh, kind of tightened up when that happens. Yeah. You, you go, oh, wow. Uh, and, and no place to go. And, and thankfully, he saw that he was in the wrong lane, got over, and we missed each other mm. by by probably a lot further than than what I was thinking that we missed each other. But it was almost a head-on collision. You didn't see that coming. There was no way to know because it was dark. I, you know, my headlights were shining up into up into the uh, you know up in the sky, and as I was climbing this hill, their headlights hadn't peeked over the hill yet. So there was just no way to know he was coming. And then all of a sudden, he's right there. And, you know, thankfully, uh, we made some moves and, and got past each other.
3: I can remember, John, uh, back when we were little, we had a four-wheeler there at my grandparents. And the, the quickest way to get your turn taken away from you was looking behind you. Yep. And, and that was with the grandparents. It was as soon as you started looking behind you and yep. you wasn't looking where you're going, you're out. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, Next you're,
2: up. Uh, yep. Uh, somebody else's turn. The other thing I think about when I think about blind spots is Debbie, my wife, has a Yukon. And if you know anything about Yukons, they have these big, wide uh, bars, you know, on either side of the windshield that, that support the roof. And those are huge blind spots. If you, I mean, a car, a whole car can hide behind one of those things in your in your peripheral vision if you're not careful. So I find myself craning my neck around both sides of that bar so I can see anything that might be in that blind spot. You have to take a little extra time when you're confronted with blind spots in driving. You have to take a little extra time to deal with blind spots in retirement.
1: And let's be honest, people around you are not paying attention. I was driving home from Fort Smith, the. Earlier this week, uh, my daughter's had a soccer game, and I'm in the right-hand lane, and a guy flies by me on the left side going at least 10 miles per hour faster than me and then slows down, which, you know, I mean, most people use cruise control, so I know something's going on with him. He's not really paying attention. And when I passed him, he's got his phone phone out, staring at the phone and then glancing at the road every now and then. And I told my daughters, I said, you know, they've got these self-driving cars coming out. I don't ever want to drive one, or I don't ever want to have the car drive me but for some people it's probably going to be safer for the self-driving car and technology has tried to make things safer for the roadways you know we've got sensors now that when we when we change lanes and you're not supposed to something's going to beep and i think those are those are good safety mechanisms to be in place to look out for those blind spots so in today's show we're going to talk a little bit about what are the blind spots in your retirement and what are those sensors what are some sensors that that should go off for you now while you're on the journey to make sure you're prepared for those blind spots. So let's, as an overview, here before we take the, the trip, we're going to tell you about those blind spots and then we're going to get in-depth as the show rolls on. Market risk, certainly one of them, and I think is on the minds of everyone uh, right now as, as the stock market continues to have this 2019 rally. And we're going to talk about that in the fastest four minutes in investing. Inflation. Another blind spot that if you don't prepare for it and you don't see it coming can really attack your retirement. What about taxes? You know that's one of the things that I, I don't think people really fully uh, think about when you when you think about all of the accumulation of assets that you bring into retirement. What are the taxes and the tax implications and how can you uh, make a plan to deal with that? And Chad's good. You're here too. You spent a long time in the insurance industry, healthcare, and long-term care expenses. I know that's big.
3: It's increasing every year. Uh, more and more, we see the the cost of the monthly cost of going in and, and doing assisted living or nursing home care. It it can really take a toll on that income.
1: The other one, Social Security. Now you don't think about that as a blind spot, right? You think about that as hey, that's that's my rock solid foundation. But what about making mistakes or things that You don't see coming with regards to how you claim Social Security, when you claim Social Security, what do you need to know about Social Security to avoid blind spots. And then it's DIY, retirement time, do it yourself. We've talked about this before in the show, John, but a lot of people invest their way to retirement or close to retirement, and they may have done a really good job in accumulation phase, but then when they get to the point where it's almost time to distribute that, turn that into income. It's hard to do it yourself. Well,
2: and I, one of the most often heard phrases that I have from clients who come in and are ready to retire, they say, you know, we, we've been really successful at accumulating money but now it's serious. Now we've got to turn this into income. And that's a different mindset. That's a different skill set. And we really want someone with expertise to help us through that process. It's not as simple as building it up and then draining it down. There's a lot of dynamics that are in place in the decumulation
1: phase that are not in place in the accumulation phase. So if you're worried about those retirement blind spots if you're driving down the road and you don't know what's coming and you don't know what you don't know we'll even say those are the things we're going to tackle in today's get ready for the future show we will dive in with that next and then on the other side of the break for some of our uh, network affiliates it'll be the fastest four minutes in investing so we'll talk a little bit about market risk and then dive in deeper on the other side of the break stay with us
0: What you hear? The Get Ready for the Future show is always just a click away. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or on our website, getreadyforthefuture.com. We'll be right back.
1: Life can be so busy it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show.
0: Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing.
1: Welcome in for another edition of the fastest four minutes in investing. I'm Scott Inman along with John Shrewsbury. Thanks for watching on social media today and listening on the Get Ready for the Future show as we talk about the markets and always looking, John, down the road at what's next. And certainly the topic of conversation or the concern on many investors' minds continues to be the same. Okay, we've had a nice rebound. We've had a great rally to start 2019. Are we there yet? Are we at the peak? And is something bigger coming or are we due for maybe just another pullback?
2: Well, I think that if you look at the fundamentals of what's going on in the market right now, the fundamentals continue to be strong. And I think that that's what we've got to hang our hat on. Now, will there be some more volatility? Will there be a pullback? We believe so. We believe that the market is ripe for a pullback because it's had such a strong rally up. You know, these things kind of tend to be overdone sometimes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, a market will rally very strongly and then have what they call a consolidation point, and they, they will pull back maybe 4 or 5% or something like that. But oftentimes, Scott, what that does is it leads us to higher gains down the road. And so when you have a situation in a late-term market event like this, you've got to look at the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. What are those fundamentals? Well, earnings, income, things of that nature are all still very strong. Mm -hmm. Had the opportunity to see John Lynch, the chief market strategist for LPL Financial, uh, on stage at uh, an event that Janet and I were at a couple of weeks ago, and John had a great quote. He said that earnings and income compounded over time won't sell ads on CNBC, (laughs) but it will cause your clients to reach their goals. And he is a very strong believer in fundamentals. He believes that fundamentals are what drive the market. And we believe that those fundamentals will take us higher. We're still looking for that 3000 level on the S&P 500 before the end of the year.
1: And that would be about an 8 to 9% jump from where it is currently at the time we record this. Now, so let's talk a little bit about earnings growth because earnings growth is slowing. And, yes. and that doesn't mean there's not earnings growth. It just means year over year, the earnings is not jumping like it was so that 's kind of been something if you listen to some of the noise that people are go, okay well, the market 's slowing down, but that 's not necessarily the case if you look at history John well earnings
2: growth is is something that is relative you yeah. know when you look at earnings growth, you look at the at uh, the current earnings growth relative to some time period before that, right. and there can be a slowing but still making progress you know if you go from 80 miles an hour to 40 miles an hour, you haven't stopped. You've just slowed down, but you're still making progress toward your goal. And I think oftentimes that's what happens in the economy. The economy is very eclectic. It it will speed up and slow down and speed up and slow down. But that does not mean that we're in a recession. Remember, a recession is what does the most damage to your portfolio. A recession is when we have these 20 and 30% pullbacks for a long period of time. We don't see any recession on the horizon. However, we do see some more volatility coming.
1: So to back back that up from our partners at LPL Research, history says that a peak in earnings growth, which is generally uh, defined as we experienced that in the third quarter of 2018, has tended to be followed by several years of economic growth and stock market appreciation. That's, that's some encouraging news, to say the least. Absolutely. And one of the things that you've got to
2: look out for are these out-of-the-blue things. Now, right yeah. now, we're beginning to look at the whole situation in the European Union and the Brexit and what's going on there. Obviously, they're having a lot of turmoil over there trying to figure out how they're going to get out of the EU, and we're watching that very closely because there could be some wrong moves there that could have a ripple effect around. In the world we'll keep an eye on that as time goes on
1: we're out of time there's a reason we call it the fastest four minutes in investing the get ready for the future show continues right after this stay with us you're listening to the get ready for the future
0: show more where that came from after the break this ain't your mama's financial advice turn it up because we're back with the get ready for the future show
1: we have lots of upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshops that are free to attend. They are education-driven, and all you have to do is go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash events to check out that full schedule. The one that's upcoming closest to you is March 28th at 630. If you're listening in the Hot Springs area, want to make sure you know about our Social Security workshop coming up on the 28th at 630 at Embassy Suites. You can sign up. Again, it's free to attend, and we have Stephanie Smith, who is on the Gen Wealth team now, but spent a long time with the Social Security Administration, and she is. Our, our, the person we lean on, John, when it comes to Social Security matters.
2: Boy, you can, you can ask Stephanie just about anything about Social Security and she's going to have an answer many times right off the top of her head. She has a wealth of knowledge about Social Security, obviously spending 27 years helping kansans with their Social Security questions. We're now bringing her to you live and in person in Hot Springs at the Embassy Suites. That is coming up on uh, the 28th at 6.30 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. You can call our office, 501-653-7355 to register, or you can go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events to register. And Scott, let me camp out here for just a second, because this is not a a situation where Stephanie is going to talk to you about Social Security. We're going to hit about three or four key points, and then we're going to probably throw it open for questions, because this is the most dynamic, this is the most uh, engaging workshop that we do on social security. It is really a great time for whatever your question is about social security to get it out to an expert and get direct help for that question. And so it's a great opportunity. You want to be sure if you're anywhere near the Hot Springs area, I can get to the embassy suites at 630 on March 28th. You want to definitely take part in this because this is stuff that you could wait days, weeks, or months uh, to actually sit down with a social security professional professional. professional to get your question answered this is an opportunity to do it in the immediate
1: hot springs if that's too far for you to go we also have an opportunity on april 4th at 6 30 at the saddle creek wood Fired grill that's in north little rock also with stephanie and talking social security we're going to talk a little more about social security in this broadcast as well as we talk about retirement blind spots what are the things you can't see coming those other drivers on the road, you know, when you go on that spring break vacation, you don't know what's in your blind spot, and sometimes it's too late to do anything about it. Uh, and so, we're trying to talk about some things today that maybe you should consider to avoid being taken back by those retirement blind spots. And Chad, there there are all sorts of things that, as we get close to retirement, and that's what we do every day here at Gen Wealth is we plan, we build retirement income plans for our clients. But even the best plan cannot be Uh, filled out always because of things that happen in people's lives. And we have to adjust that plan. And that happens statistically across the board across this country.
3: Yeah, a recent study came out, uh, the health and retirement study came out and said that 37% of retired Americans reported that they retired earlier than planned as a result of health problems, buyout packages, layoffs, grandchildren, or caring for an aging parent. So I know that there's many listeners out there right now that can relate to that. So I would think that even that percentage would be higher than that. But just in that report alone, you can see that those are all things that are definitely day-to-day life experiences that we, we
2: face each and every day. I would say that there is a significant percentage, a fairly large percentage of, of new clients that come into Gen Wealth come in because they've had one of these blind spots that Chad just spoke of crop up in their life. Uh, they weren't expecting to retire at the time that they were having to retire. There was something that happened in their life that said, okay, I've got to make some changes and we're going to go ahead and pull the trigger on retirement. And if you're not prepared for that, that can really deal you a bad hand. Uh, Oftentimes you're looking at at maybe a layoff and you're having to tap in early to your retirement account. That means, number one, you haven't been able to build that retirement account up to the point where you need it to be to sustain you for retirement. And now you're having to drain it down. And that can be a real problem. You've got to be able to help, have someone help you work through that. If not, then you could end up draining that retirement account and run out of money before you run
1: out of time. So let's talk about this. The first couple of retirement blind spots are with regard or can be drawn to the connection to your investment strategy as you approach retirement. So it's a really good line from what you were just talking about, John. And the first blind spot is market risk. And if you think about this, going back to the analogy of uh, traffic and driving, if you're too aggressive, you know. Think about the aggressive drivers that are out there, right? I mean, I, I noticed this, and I know I don't want this to devolve into a, um, <laughs> a complaint session <laughs> about drivers. But have you ever noticed that nobody makes a 90 degree turn anymore? Oh, really? If you, if you think about it, when you pull up to uh, a stop sign, or when I pull up to a stop sign, and and there's someone coming, you know, in in the in the uh, the the pair or the uh, what's the word oncoming Jason? Rate. Not Jason. It's not perp- It's perpendicular. Is that right? Yeah. No, I don't know. Anyway, the ninety degrees is what yes. I'm trying to get at. The other road, and they turn. And if you're not there at the stop sign just yet, that I mean, they just it's it's a forty five degree angle that they're they, turning. They round in on. off that turn. They round off the turn considerably, and you're having to stop short, right, to make sure that they don't hit you. And I think you know, obviously, people are late. They're 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 trying to hurry to work. I see it every day. You see it every day on the roadways. It's a scary situation. And if you're too aggressive. With your investment strategy, as you start to go into that retirement red zone and move from accumulation to distribution, there are all sorts of problems that can that can ensue.
2: Yeah, let me give you some math on this and why it is so big that we talk about this retirement red zone for just a second. Because... The the impact of a down market on somebody that's about to be retired is is huge. Think about it this way. If you're young, and let's say you have $50,000 in your retirement program, and you have a 20% pullback in the market, we're going to be down $10,000. $10,000 is a lot of money, but it's still not going to kill you because you've got a lot of time to allow the market to work its way back and you to make back that money. But what if you have $500,000? And then you have a 20% pullback. Now you've uh, vanquished $100,000 out of your portfolio right before the time when you need it. And that can be a serious problem because if you then begin to take withdrawals out of that portfolio, either A, you're going to have to take smaller withdrawals because you have a smaller amount of money, or B, you're going to rapidly accelerate the decline of that portfolio by pulling out whatever that prescribed amount of money was that going to be that you were going to retire on, and you'll tailspin that portfolio because you have a too aggressive withdrawal rate. So all of those things kind of come together to work together uh, to create a a blind spot for you when it comes to getting ready to retire. That's why we have the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. This process really does take into account the fact that you could be uh, headed toward retirement, everything's sunshine and rainbows, and then all of a sudden you hit get hit with this blind spot. You've got to be prepared for that, and that's what we try to attempt to do at the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process.
3: You know, John, the other the other side of the risk, the market risk, is taking on too much risk because you're behind. Yes, and you see that a lot of times in traffic. You yeah. see that people right. they're they're probably obviously late, they're late yeah. and they're taking on way more risk uh, down down the road than what they should, because and you said you you know cutting the corners and everything. And that's sometimes we see that people may be late to the game in the uh, accumulation phase Mm -hmm. and they take on more risk than they should later on in the game when they should be pulling back.
1: Yeah, so how do you know when it's time to pump the brakes, so to speak, on that portfolio and start to get more diversification? Maybe dial it back, that market risk, as you enter retirement. Well, we certainly describe the retirement red zone as 10 years or less from retirement. It's time to take a look at that portfolio. What's it doing? Get it positioned to move from accumulation into distribution. And we can certainly help. That's what the retire the ready-to-retire process is all about here at Wealth. You can call our office at 501-653-7355 to set up a first appointment with an advisor to just look at your portfolio. A little bit of a portfolio review, and that's absolutely free to you. That first appointment takes a couple of hours. We'd be glad to sit down and take a look at where do you need to maybe pump the brakes as you come in on retirement. Now, the reverse is true, too, as you look at our second Retirement blind spot today, it's inflation. So going back to the driving, I've told my kids this, driving too conservatively, can be just as dangerous as driving too aggressively. If you're 15 miles per hour under the speed limit on the interstate, that could be just as dangerous, John, as being 15 miles over.
2: You can get run over yeah. if you're not careful. And and inflation is the area that you've got to be careful in, as far as retirement is yeah. concerned. Let's let's think about some numbers on this. If your income at the beginning of retirement is five thousand dollars a month. Just 10 years into your retirement, to buy the same stuff, to buy the same goods and services that you could buy with $5,000 at the beginning of retirement, 10 years in, you're going to need $6,500. That is a $1,500 difference. Think about this. Could you stand to have a $1,500 shortfall at any particular point in time, in, in your even in your working life? That's a real problem. You are struggling to make ends meet when that happens. You can think you're going to be doing fine in retirement when you retire on $5,000. 10 years in, with a normal inflation rate, you're looking at needing about $6,500 in income to offset that. And during the the ready-to-retire process, we work into that process, something that we call the income-for-life model. And the income-for-life model is set to actually give you periodic increases in your income So you can attempt to stay on pace with inflation because we know inflation, even though it's been fairly
1: tame of late, Prices still go up, you still need more money as time goes on in retirement. Well the bottom line, guys, is is you're trying to build and I tell clients this all the time, when you build a retirement income plan, you want it to be and provide you with a consistent income, Chad, all the way through retirement. You don't want it to be inconsistent on a monthly basis. We don't we well, I mean, some of us do have jobs where it fluctuates, right? The the income, but you have to have a budget that your baseline income doesn't change. And what John's talking about is that has to go up over time. So when you balance this bucketing strategy, you got to know when to pump the brakes and you got to know where to hit the gas. It
3: is. It's a balance between fixed income all the way to equities. But basically what that consistent guaranteed income and that income increasing over time, it buys us that continued dignity and independence that we need Mm -hmm. because that's what our paycheck is buying us right now. It's just we talk about a lot of times once we get into retirement, we get to get our time back and still get that paycheck. And provide that dignity and independence. So once we get, you know, on into retirement, we don't want to have to cut back on some of the ex- the guaranteed expenses that we have just because we've not managed our portfolio in the correct way in order to provide for those increases over time.
1: Well, think about it this way: your retirement could last twenty five to thirty years. Would you work at a job for twenty five to thirty years and never get a raise? probably not right no you'd leave that job and find some more income right so you have to believe in equities to be able to provide that back-end growth to give yourself raises in retirement income so we've gone through a couple of our blind spots up next we're talking about taxes what are the things you need to understand about taxes when it comes to your retirement income that's next on the get ready for the future show
0: don't touch that dial Showtime, 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 showtime. Guess who's back again Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show from the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios
1: Talking about retirement blind spots. As we draw these parallels during the month of spring break, we know lots of us are taking spring break vacations. That journey to wherever your spring break destination is, in many ways has some parallels to draw to your journey in retirement, taking that retirement road trip. Today's our final show based on retirement road trip, and maybe most important too, because we're talking about retirement blind spots. You're taking that journey, you're going down the interstate, but what are the things you can't see in your mirrors that are coming, that could be coming, that may not happen, but they could be coming, that could derail or wreck that retirement? That's the last thing you want to have happen. We Uh, Touched in the last segment on our first two market risk and inflation. Those are investment strategy related, but so is taxes. That's our third one here as we dive into our next blind spot. So, taxes can be a blind spot if you don't consider where your assets are. You know, we talk a lot about, John, about asset allocation, how they are invested, but asset location can be just as important. Yeah, asset location really does speak to
2: the question of whether the money that you're utilizing in retirement is tax-deferred money and pre-tax money, like a 401k or a a traditional IRA account, where all of the money is going to be taxed as you withdraw it. Or is it a Roth IRA account, which is just the opposite? A Roth IRA is going to provide you tax-free money, so there's no deduction that has to come out of that before you start spending the money? Or are you using non-qualified money, meaning money that you invested after you would paid taxes on it, and so you create a cost basis in that account, and now you're spending off gains, and maybe you're spending off some principal. If you're spending off some principal, then you're not going to pay tax on the principal because you already paid tax on it at the beginning when you invested the money. So that part, the principle or the corpus of that is not taxable, but the gain that you made on it, the any money that you've made over that time, if you sell off those gains, then you could be looking at a capital gain tax. And a capital gain tax, depending on your tax bracket, could be less than what you're paying in ordinary income tax. And so there's a lot of dynamic when it comes to Asset location or the taxability of your retirement income, a lot of it depends on how you invested in the, in the first place.
1: And I know we, we talk with clients many times as they are in their pre retirement years, maybe five to 10 years out, Chad, and they are really in the phase where they want to start dumping some extra contributions. And that's one of the common questions that we get is, well, where should I do it? Because a lot of people these days have options inside of their 401k, a Roth 401k component. So even at work, we're seeing more and more people have the opportunity to go. Well, do I put it in the pretax? Do I put it in the aftertax? Right. Yeah, and and
3: it that varies. You know, everybody's individual situation is different. Sure. We know that, and so a lot of times, you know, we'll have some situations where, yeah, let's go ahead and take advantage and and lower our taxable income at this point, and we'll take care of the taxes down the road. But that Roth option that we go to a lot of times because we can grow that money tax deferred meaning that we don't have to pay taxes on those gains year yo know, every year that we've got it in that account but the other side of that Scott, is the advantages of that
1: Roth later on in retirement when we get to the RMDs mm-hmm. and the the RMDs in a Roth don't have to happen right exactly. at 70 and a half you're going to have to start taking money out and that's I think that's sometimes something that gets lost on people too John is the RMD factor there when you're 70 and a half you're going to have to take money out of your Qualified accounts, your pre-taxed, tax-deferred, qualified accounts.
2: You are. And let's uh, clear up some jargon that we're using here. RMD is required minimum distribution. A required minimum distribution is a government-imposed distribution that you have to take from your IRA, your traditional IRA, after 70 and a half. Once you hit 70 and a half, they require you to take a percentage of your IRA out and expose it to taxes. Now, they don't do that on a Roth IRA. Why? Because the money's already been taxed and it's tax-free as it comes out. So there is no RMD to the account holder of a Roth IRA. So the key here is this. You could pay a small amount of tax on the contribution, grow that money over a number of years tax-deferred, and then take all of it out tax-free at retirement. So if you took out $1,000 out of a Roth IRA, no tax has to come out of that. You can go spend $1,000. Conversely, if you have a traditional IRA or a 401k plan, if you take $1,000 out of that account, then you're probably going to lose about 25% of it to state and federal taxes. So you'll have $750 to spend in retirement. The key here, the magic here is having that long period of time to allow that tax-deferred, tax-free accumulation to happen in a Roth IRA. That's why many times we talk to folks that are approaching retirement who ask us about Roth IRA. We say to them, maybe not, or maybe it's going to be money that you use late, late in your retirement, but you need that time, that compounding time, to make the Roth IRA more effective for you.
1: And let me bring this up too when we're relating this to a retirement blind spot. Understanding taxes really becomes big. And and we've seen this in uh, meeting rooms many times over the last few months, guys, where people are considering walking into retirement and the first thing they want to do is take a lump sum out of their qualified employer sponsored retirement plan to pay off the mortgage.
2: Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. Let's say that that during the year that you're thinking about retiring, maybe you've you have already uh, accumulated taxable income from your job of $100,000 in between you and your spouse. And now you have this bright idea that you want to take another $100,000 out of your 401k plan just as you retire to go ahead and get that house paid for. It's a normal emotion. We understand that, that you would like to go into retirement debt-free, but you're going to create a tax bomb when you do that. Because if you already have $100,000 of earned income during that year, and then suddenly you take a $100,000 distribution from your 401k plan, now you have taxable income of $200,000, which probably throws you into a higher tax bracket, makes that, that $100,000 distribution probably only worth about sixty dollars to $70,000, which means that you might have to take more out of your retirement account to get the net $100,000 to pay off that house. It is retirement suicide if you pull that trick. I, I'm telling you, you have the ability to do it, but just like we've always heard, just because it's legal
1: doesn't mean it's good for you. Yeah, let's talk about the taxes when it comes to younger clients, too. If you're still in accumulation phase, there is uh, an opportunity for you to consider taking some of those traditional IRA dollars. Or uh, if the money is in your 401k and you end up rolling it to a traditional IRA, that money has not been taxed yet. You can convert that to a Roth IRA, Chad. Now, The gains are taxable upon the conversion, the year that that conversion takes place. So you're going to have a tax burden in that tax year. But if you have, and that's why I'm saying speaking to younger people, if you have time, if you have 20 years plus before you retire, it may make sense in certain situations for you to convert that money so that it grows, as we talked about with the Roth dollars, tax free.
3: Right. Cause once we get into retirement, we're looking at that paycheck. Mm-hmm. We're trying to maximize our income in retirement. And that is one of the best, you know, vehicles that we can get that tax free income
1: in retirement is using that Roth account. So if you think about that, if you have 20 years plus and you have some opportunities to convert those dollars, if you can handle the tax burden uh, in the year that you make that conversion, again, the gains would be taxable in the account when you make that conversion. But then, future gains once that conversion takes place it's now happening in a Roth IRA so John you have tax free income set up for retirement
2: absolutely and and Scott there are a few absolutes but in, in in personal finance but this is one that I think that if I were king of the world I would just decree that every young person everybody that's earning an income that's over let's say 18 years old I think they ought to have a Roth IRA if I could like I don't know throw them down put the hammer lock on them and and make them sign the paperwork hmm. I would do that because I think as they got older, they would really uh, be building monuments to the folks at Gen Wealth for, for doing that because all of a sudden you have this huge pile of money that you don't owe any tax on to be able to fund your retirement. It basically gives you about 20 or 30% more retirement income simply because you're not having to pay the government that money. And I believe if, if young folks really understood the impact of a Roth IRA, they would be running to open
1: Roth IRA accounts. one more tax topic to touch on here is Social Security is taxed. And there is a super complicated formula on how much it's taxed, but there's a good bet that a portion of your Social Security income is going to be taxed. And that's an eye opener for a lot of people, guys. I don't think that they realize that, hey, I've paid a Social Security tax all these years yes. to get my Social Security check. But when it comes to you, a portion of it is going to be taxed.
2: Yeah, it's called provisional income uh, that you look at to determine whether your Social Security is going to be taxed or not. And Chad, you want to get somebody really fighting mad about something. You, you sit them down and you explain to them that, that Social Security is going to be taxable to them when they thought it was not going to be taxed. They are not happy in the least. No, no. And
3: let's clarify: we're not going to go over the equation in our Social Security workshop here in a couple of weeks,
1: because <laughs> we'd need <laughs> yeah, a long yeah. time. But
3: so, so don't don't come prepared to uh, try to take down the equation. But but that is one thing you know that we we want to inform people and, and educate is that it's not all just because what you see on your Social Security statement that you get in the mail or go online and get that's not all coming to you tax free.
1: And we should mention we are not CPAs and you should work with a CPA as well to understand your taxes uh, in retirement as you do in your work life but we do have some uh, information there that hope we hope was helpful in the get ready for the future show with regard to understanding taxes in retirement.
2: Yeah, we're going to we're going to paint the broad brushes for you. We're going to tell you where the 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 potholes are on this on this roadmap uh, to retirement, we're going to tell you things to look out for. But for your specific situation, you need to sit down with your tax advisor, CPA, and say, okay, help me to know exactly what I'm going to be paying in taxes, because if you don't do that, then you might get a surprise before the April 15th filing deadline that you may owe taxes that you didn't think that you were going to owe. So you definitely want to, to plug in with your CPA or tax professional and be sure they get Give you kind of parallel advice with your advisor on how to navigate the tax landscape.
1: We're talking retirement blind spots in today's Get Ready for the Future show. What are those things on your retirement road trip that you can't see coming that could happen that could wreck your retirement? We talked about investment strategy in the last segment, market risk. If you're too aggressive, what are the implications of being too aggressive, having your foot on the accelerator, having that lead foot, as they used to say? Uh, Cutting people off in traffic, that's dangerous. Obviously, on the road, it can be dangerous in your retirement as well. Being too conservative can certainly be dangerous too. On the roadways, I've told my kids, driving 15 miles per hour under the speed limit can be just as dangerous as driving 15 miles over the speed limit. That's because inflation risk can be uh, something that derails your retirement. That is a retirement road. Uh, blind spot. And we just finished talking about taxes in this segment as well. Next up, we're going to get into health care and long-term care expenses. That, if you don't prepare for them in the right way, can certainly wreck your retirement. Back with more on the Get Ready for the Future show right after this.
0: Stay in touch with the Get Ready for the Future show during the week. Search Facebook for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA. More straight talk about money after this break. Got questions, we've got answers. Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question to get a response on the air from the Gen Wealth team. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show.
1: Keeping the lines of communication open, education driven, one of our three uniques here at Gen Wealth Financial Advisors. Any question you have, you can certainly email us. We invite you to bring questions to an upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshop. We've got two. Uh, On the subject of social security, the first is happening March 28th at 630 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. And the second is April 4th, also at 630, at the Saddle Creek Wood Fired Grill in North Little Rock. Two opportunities to get some education about social security. And, again, I can't emphasize enough, bring your questions. John mentioned it earlier in the broadcast. This is not going to be a lecture. This is going to be, hey, we're going to hit a few points that we want you to know about. And then we're going to open it up for Q&A. And, and those are really the mo- most robust workshops. You've said it before, John. If I We always get good participation at all of our workshops. But People have social security questions. Yeah, they do.
2: Absolutely. And and I don't know anyone better than Stephanie Smith to be able to feel those questions. I will walk in and ask Stephanie a question and, and she won't look up anything. She'll just go, Oop, there's the answer. And uh, to have a resource like that as, a, as a, an owner of a financial services company is huge. But uh, for a client to have that kind of resource that they can get straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, uh, information and details about a, a the probably the most complex government program that I'm aware of, especially the one that that touches the most lives, Social Security. Stephanie is uh, without a doubt a well experienced, very qualified person to lead this workshop. And we want to give you the maximum amount of time to interact with her, to ask those questions, to get your questions answered at this workshop coming up in, uh, in Hot Springs on March 28th at 630. And then again on April 4th at 630 in North Little
1: Rock at the Saddle Creek Wood Fired Grill. A couple of ways to register. You can do it online. Get ready for the future.com forward slash events. Or you can call us, our main office line, 501 653 7355. We can register you that way. Again, it's free to attend. Nothing to be sold. Education-driven is the focus of the Social Security workshops. So I'm going to call a little bit of an audible. We've got three more retirement blind spots to talk about. Since we're already talking about Social Security, let's get into that first, and then we're going to talk about health care and long-term care expenses. But interesting fact, more than half of people claim their Social Security retirement benefits at age 62 instead of waiting until full retirement age or later. Now, you have to understand that, certainly and we talked about blind spots earlier in the show, Chad, about health and things that you're getting laid off. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes to build that income, uh, that you need, you're going to have to take that early, but people need to fully understand what they're leaving on the table.
3: Right. Cause basically nowadays, most of the full retirement ages are age 65 to 67, especially for the younger, younger retirees, uh, that are in their fifties, you know, trying to retire early. You know that full retirement age is sixty seven, but for most that are coming in right now, its full retirement age can could potentially be sixty five. And so, any time that you take it prior to age sixty five, you're taking less than what uh, your full retirement
1: age benefit is. So, when you think about Social Security as being a retirement blind spot, it sounds like a negative connotation. But understanding that there are more than 80 different claiming strategies on how to take your Social Security, and that's where uh, we can help. We use Stephanie in our uh, client planning as well and those retirement income plans to make sure that we are helping our clients get the most out of Social Security. So Social Security can be a retirement blind spot if you're leaving money on the table. It will likely just be one part of your over retire- overall retirement plan, but it is a big part. Okay, so on to healthcare. And long-term care expenses, fidelity estimating the average 65-year-old couple will spend $280,000 on health care expenses throughout their retirement years. Monster number. It's an average. Some people are going to spend more. Some people are going to spend less. But statistically, if we're talking about retirement before age 65, that's a consideration because you have to figure out how are you going to fill that gap until Medicare uh, eligibility at age 65. And we talk about some options with our clients there. But the bigger elephant in the room, the thing that people don't like always talking about, and Chad, some people come in with it on their mind as their number one concern, but 70% of us, we know statistically will need some sort of long-term care in their lifetime. And it really becomes an issue of how, based on your situation, Are you going to best pay for, pay for that if the, if, if it rises?
3: And there is a lot of clients come in with that on their mind. And and typically what we see, Scott, is they've probably just been through that with their parents. Mm And when you start writing checks for $6,000 a month, that's probably some of the largest checks that their parents or themselves have ever wrote on a monthly basis. And it becomes real, really, really quick whenever you start stroking those checks for six to $7,000 a month to keep mom and dad in the nursing home or in assisted living or even the fact that you've got to look at going away from your job. Taken away from your job, and 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 there's studies out there that show the impact that is on the workforce right now. About how many are impacted just that are working day to day right now by trying to take care of a loved one or 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 be a caregiver or do something like that off the off the clock right now.
2: You know, I think about long term care and I think about the clients that need the long term care coverage and that type of thing, but also think about kids and and how they might perceive long term care because if there are significant assets in the family that are going to be passed on to the kids, long-term care is like insulation. Long-term care is like a defense mechanism against those assets being depleted by chronic health care problems on the part of the parents. And so oftentimes we have seen kids come in, and I say kids, uh, adult children come in with their parents and be interested in talking about how do we deal with these long-term healthcare expenses and and protect the assets that mom and dad have first of all so they can utilize those assets for their own benefit and enjoyment but also how can we continue to to have that as legacy assets passed on to us how do we protect those assets and that's where long-term care becomes to be a palatable expense if you will because they see the real role of long-term care It's not just to pay the nursing home money,
1: it really is an asset protection strategy. Well, going back to what we talked about earlier in the broadcast, it's all about income. It's all about retirement income, and we build those plans for our clients. So if premiums for that long-term care insurance can be built into your retirement income plan, then paying a monthly premium for long-term care insurance and knowing that if a need arises, the insurance company is on the hook for paying that care for you, certainly looks like a viable option in most cases, as opposed to if we've built an income plan with no long-term care insurance and a long-term care event happens. What does that do? It blows up your income.
3: It is. And it's a major risk that we talk about in, in overall medical cost. You know, we've we've said it, it is there. It's going to be there. But there's two things that we try to do in managing risk here at GenWealth. And one is transfer the risk and the other is, is is manage the risk, like I've said. And by transferring the risk, there are a couple different things that you can do. And basically, just like we do a- each and every day now uh, before retirement, is we transfer the risk on our automobiles, our homes, uh, health insurance, we transfer it to an insurance company. And so there are products and policies and options out there that multiple, and not every one of them fits every situation. So we go down through and we try to educate every client that comes in here that asks the question about long-term care, even if they don't ask it. We try to address it to show them that there are options out there. And, of course, we know one option out there is Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And we know that there are certain qualifications that you've got to get. Now, that's not an insurance policy, but – it is a option to provide long term care but you've got to meet those asset requirements the other side of the equation is self pay we understand the cost and the the impact that can be on your on your overall uh Legacy or, or, or retirement assets. But the middle there is where we transfer the risk. We can look at traditional long term care as well as hybrid uh, life insurance policies now that offer a chronic illness or long term care benefit.
1: All part of the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. 501 653 7355. 501 653 7355 to set up a complimentary first appointment with the Gen Wealth Advisor. Our final retirement. Blind spot is DIY retirement. Do it yourself. And this could take a lot of different directions and we're not going to be able to take many, John. We've only got a couple of minutes left, but it could be with investing. It could be with your idea of what your retirement plan should be. But there are obviously blind spots hidden in that.
2: Yeah. The the game changes, as we've said many times on this show before, the game changes when you get ready to retire. Building up assets, pretty easy. You know, you put, you put, open up a 401k plan, you open up an IRA, you invest, you accumulate assets. Not a lot of strategy has to go into that, but it becomes very strategic in nature when you are ready to create a retirement income plan. Let's think about this. You are having to think about replacing your paycheck with a pool of money that has to be delivered predictably, dependably in such a way that you don't deplete those assets what's working against you in that situation. You've got market risk, you've got longevity risk, you've got inflation risk, you've got interest rate risk, you've got all these risks that really were in the background in your accumulation years. Now they're at the foreground, they're at the forefront of what you're dealing with. And so, Scott, I just believe that you don't want to go it alone when you get to retirement. Accumulating money, maybe you want some help. Maybe you can do it on your own. I'm not going to have an argument about that, but I will tell you that there are studies that say the people that work with a financial advisor during their retirement have a certain percentage higher success ratio than the people that do it on their own. When it comes to retirement, there are no do-overs. You've got to be able to do uh, it right the first time because you don't get a second chance. And we believe that obviously you come sit down with a GenWealth retirement specialist here at GenWealth. You go through the GenWealth ready to retire process and you put together a plan that lays out what your strategy will be for retirement.
1: Well, we are out of time on this week's Get Ready for the Future show, but if you'd like to learn more about the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process and how it could meet your needs and help you reach your retirement goals, call 501-653-7355 to set up an appointment or just reach out via email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Hope you have a great weekend and join us again next week. DC.